the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Morning, everybody in the 10. It is a Saturday morning, December the 17th, 2022. Good old 710 KNUS Denver's talk station. The weather is good, sunny, and 41 will be the high. 44 tomorrow. And Monday, back to work. Monday, 40 degrees. Our phone number, 303-696-1971. Two lines are open. We opened the show, as always, with Robert Spencer talking about Iran. Then we talked about the war in Ukraine. Coming up, the hitman, Joe Williams and Sandy Clough, two lions in winter, radio talk show host extraordinaire. Two topics, Deion Sanders coming to see you, Buffs, and then, of course, your Denver Broncos. We uh, did the shoot with Aaron Harbor. There's a new uh, Cherry Creek Chronicle column up on the website, 710knus.com. Uh, Click on me and you got it. A couple of different things. Starbucks workers at 100 stores beginning a three-day strike in a campaign to unionize. And Donald Trump trading cards. We'll go to the phones. You pick them. We'll play them. This is Jim. Jim, you're on the show, man. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, Peter. Great program. You're kind. Um, I just want to thank you so much for having Robert Spencer on. Oh, yeah. Um, you rarely hear him unless you have him on the show. Mm. Hey, you know, I just want to circle back on that uh, concerning uh, SBF. And obviously, he was elaborating about how he was funneling funds to Ukraine, and the Ukraine then was funneling mm-hmm. them. What he said back to the, you know, contributing to the Democratic Party. But I think he was. They were. Um, they, were they were doing both. They were. I think they gave Republicans money too. I think when I was listening to that, when you listen to some of it, he was doing some of those ones that were. And it was. It was, mm-hmm. it was much minor concerning the Republican. That was just kind of a fig leaf. To show he was yes, equally, and, and I, I, I agree I with when that. You look at that. I agree too. Um, you know, I just want to say, I think when you think about it, you know, it's kind of interesting how he was basically prevented from testifying in front of Congress at that time. The day before he, he gets pulled in, he's been sitting in the Bahamas all this time, oh, yeah. and all of a sudden, the day he's going to go up, they pull him and say, sure. "You know, we're going to arrest you." I agree. I have a feeling our U.S. government did not want him to testify. Well, obviously... Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question I asked myself? Is he the next Jeffrey Epstein? Uh, You know what? I just thought about that myself. I would not be surprised if he dies in that prison. I would not be surprised. Would you? No. And that we were talking about this uh, the other night. And I used to... we, We would do radio shows on Bitcoin. And what stumped me, it was more the emperor's new clothes. And I'd say, well, it's not, Mm -hmm. it's, remember the emperor's new clothes, it's a little kid, the emperor's nude, but they would tell people, only the smartest, brightest, most gifted people can see these clothes. And so they would say, oh, the emperor looks great. And of course, he's nude. And a little kid says, look Mm -hmm. at the king. And the whole Bitcoin thing, and I would listen to people tell me stuff, and I'd say, but it's not rooted in anything. And... in in a way, yes. It, it my my actually my son, who's an engineer, was explaining it to me. The Bitcoin itself is it is a finite number. They actually have that. It, the other ones are they create their own and they're they're hmm. out like what SBF did. It's out yes. of uh, 
yeah, there was nothing tied to it. But no. the Bitcoin actually has a finite number. So mm. it's a kind of an interesting dynamic. Um, then then do then you know, do gold. I always said, well, if you're going to do it, then have gold or silver. But I are, agree. I, mean, I, I agree. Yeah. You, but you have to understand it. It's more of mm. trying to keep out of the government control. I just wanted to say one thing. I think actually, listening to Robert Spencer, I think the reason they didn't want him to testify is because of his dealings with the Ukrainian government. Sure. Because in the end, I think that is an Achilles heel for us. And I don't think they want that out. No. And I think that's the reason they, why they want well, him have, Because if he exposes that, wow. But you have to explain that war. And now there's, a, there's an airborne unit and a, a helicopter strike force and some other people, some other groups in Poland. And, yeah. you know, as a, as a reader, there's a, there's a thing called a tripwire war. And this, this attempt by the Ukrainians to do the rocket into Poland is a, it's a repeat of September 1st in 1939. I don't trust the Ukrainians. And I don't know. I, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just going to say there are elements, elements within the government that would love nothing more to ex- expand this war in order to get help. Sure. But I think as a whole, I think as a whole, the, there's more people right now that want to get this done because it's destroying the whole infrastructure of that country. But look at the, ex- and, um, look at now the Iranians are now in, involved. And again, if you go back and look at other, other, other wars, particularly the first world mm-hmm. war, how quickly mm-hmm. that expanded. And it starts out, you know, obviously with the death of the Archduke, but it doesn't take long, and something will happen. Well, if you put Americans on those lines, something's going to happen. I agree. Uh, I think at this point that they need to. Well, you got to remember, uh, as a whole, Poland has been a trouble for for Russia for a long time because they've moved in missiles into that oh, area, sure, sure. which uh, Putin has said this is in violation. You cannot do that. And you know, it's just at this point, I think. We don't know how this can. I agree with you 100%. This is the time where people, somebody not affiliated with the U.S., somebody independent, maybe I, uh, Turkey mm-hmm. has to be, say, we got you guys got to sit down yeah. because this could really go into a world war very, quickly. very quickly. And very if you quickly. if you read the history of the Cuban Missile Crisis, mm-hmm. and you know I'm not defending Putin. Don't misunderstand this, but Putin. When you start putting, you know, the NATO soldiers come in and the missile defenses go in and all those kinds of things, mm-hmm. you have, you know, Jack Kennedy looking down the barrel of, of, of Soviet, you know, ground-to-ground missiles. And they got to go. They can't be that close. And, you know, whereas a great moment was Stalin. And Stalin's writing, I think it was to Queen Wilhelmina of the, of the Netherlands or something. They're talking about what we're going to do. With they know they're going to they've turned them back at Stalingrad. Midway's happened. They know the war is going to end, and mm-hmm. they're asking, okay, "What are we going to do with Germans?" And Stalin said, and again quoting, he said, "Twice in my lifetime, they've been at our throats." He's talking about the First World War and the Second World War, and he mm-hmm. said, "You can't allow them to unify. They'll be back." He said, "Back to our, that they will be back at our throats again," and. If you look at how Putin sees the world, and I'm not defending Putin, but he is a Romanov, and he sees he sees the world as you're coming for me. 
Well, yeah. In many ways, he's nothing more than a, a dictator. He's become. I mean, and that's the he, problem. He's the last czar. And, and uh, yeah. I, I, the problem is, here's the question: What comes after him? Oh. Is it going to be worse, well, or is it going to be better? Well, that's I the mean, that's the scary thing about it. That's, that's why he's that's, holding on to power right that's, now. That's but we watched this happen some two and a half years ago in this country. Is you know who was going to hold power and were they going to do so? Now there's some talk about they were talking about calling out the military and bringing. You know, in, in into into flourishion, uh, a coup d'état. And I'm thinking, one of the beauties of this country is the peaceful transition of power. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not what we've saw. No, that's not what we saw. Well, I think there was a lot of manip- how. I, my question to that point is: is how much of our government of the FBI was involved in that? I don't think as much as people want you to believe. And like I said, I and I recommend this book called G-Man. If you think mm-hmm. the FBI is politicized now, I don't think there were agents provocateurs. I don't believe any of that stuff. That was all just crazy radio stuff. But, I mean, there's guys going to the joint now, you know, that the the one guy was quoted yesterday of I'm going to the joint on the back of a trading card guy. You know, it was like pretty funny, but it's not funny. And, um, no, I, I, that whole thing, though, I mean, I honestly believe there's, uh, I don't know, I think there, until uh, the, the Republicans take over and we have some really open you know, debate of what was involved with January 6th. Well, there were Republicans uh, involved in that, and, and they just weren't Trump Republicans, but they're Republicans, nevertheless. And they sat on that commission, they saw the evidence, and, you know, they're going to, they, the rumor is he gets turned over for indictment. So, look. Well, I wouldn't be surprised about that. Neither I would, would I. I'd be surprised about that. I think I, I really got to commend you. I, I listened to your uh, uh, interview with Mike Rose, and I have mm-hmm. to agree with everything that you guys had on that yeah. one. That was one of the greatest ones. I had dinner. I, I wanted to just rec- recommend you, if you get a chance, there's a book called The Sword and the Scimitar. I've read it. I know yeah. you're a reader. like it. Yeah. I've read it a long time ago. Yeah. I oh, had, did you really? Yeah. I had, I had dinner with Mike, by the way, the other night. We talked. And he's doing really well. He's yeah. I told him, come on, come back to work with me. <laughs> come on, come in. You know, and he said, eh, maybe, we'll see. You know, but he's doing great. I he's, missed him on the radio I do so too. much. He was such a great. He was I a, mean, you, you guys were like, you guys are like stellar, but you guys are like the backbone of talk radio. Well, and I'm so glad to hear you back, Peter. Well, you're kind. Uh, I wish you had more days, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I tell you, I, I, um, I really like this sort of, you know, um, government in exile thing, you know, where, I'm going to ski Monday and Tuesday and see friends, and it's, you know, watching my grandson. I mean, it's kind of cool. It's like a – then you get you can come in and and sort of, sort of we're watching the, the last ember die. You know, we're just really – I think that the country's in such trouble. And, I agree. And I don't know where we're headed. Good call. Thank you I, a lot. I Thanks, agree. man. 303-696-1971. You will feel relaxed and at ease with Twin Aspen Dental Center Sedation Dentistry. So whether you keep and make a routine cleaning, same-day crown, one-day dental makeover, Drs. Brian Richter and Dr. Snyder, this team will ease your dental anxiety. For years, my family's gotten quality care at Twin Aspen. Don't let old-school fears keep you from a beautiful smile and a healthy mouth. You'll be relaxed and comfortable. Sedation Dentistry. These are our guys. I needed a deep cleaning while waiting longer than I should have scheduled my regular cleaning. And I got a deep cleaning, and it was like, okay, you need to do it. And now, I, now after doing that, I keep everything up to date. 
Take the step, first step, towards keeping your great smile and getting a better smile. Twin Aspen Dental, located on Stroh Road in front of the Lehman Academy off of Parker Road. So visit TwinAspenDentalCenter.com. Call them at 303-841-7466. TwinAspenDentalCenter.com, 303-841-7466. Please do this for yourself. You don't have to first a year or give it and say, hey, man, we, I set you up with a dental appointment. What a cool gift. 303-841-7466. Starbucks workers in 100 stores are going to begin a three-day strike. What do you think will happen? What do you think will happen? We go to Gary. You're on the radio show. Good morning. Oh, hi, Peter. Hey, man. Uh, coincidentally, uh, coincidentally, I'm sitting at a Starbucks right now. There you are. Uh, I wanted to ask you, you know, your career is kind of the the history of quality Denver talk radio here in, in our town, and, and I appreciate that. Um, and I remember when you used to have your morning show, people would call and say, you know, uh, you were told to talk about this or talk yeah, about that, sure. and you always – and you always made a point of saying, no, no one tells me what to talk about. You know, I talk about what I want to talk about. Yeah. So I just want to ask you, is this the first, and I don't want to talk about this. I just want to know this for history's purposes. Um, is this the first time you'd ever been muzzled to not to talk about something? Yeah, and it has to do with a lawsuit. And I understand uh, the position of the company. Uh, and I'm an employee. I serve at the King's Pleasure. And, yeah, and, and I don't want to talk. No, about I, I can't. I just won't. But um, I don't know. You know, I'm, I, I think because um, we were always threatened. That was always the. I, it was really interesting. Again, we we're, I was at a great dinner the other night, and and, and Mike was there, and we were talking about talk. And um, when when Lynn Wood, one of the one of Donald Trump's most crazy advocates used to call and leave me threatening voicemails. Uh, I was working at KHOW, and we are at the heights of the Ramseys. And Kaplis, to his credit, Kaplis and I were doing a TV show. And Lynn had been, you know, going after, I, I think he went after Danny a little bit. I'm not sure. I think he did. And so Danny turns to the camera. We're doing the show together. And Danny says, hey, Lynn, bring it. Like Danny wanted, said, "You bring it. You know, and, uh, but he would leave me voicemails. And I never, I never had a one-on-one. -on -one. I would call him up and say, "Hey, man, I'm going to come on the show," and he, they never responded. But then, he, then when we would do shows, we got close to the bone. Then I would get a rotten phone call from Lynn Wood. But it, I, I made sure the bosses heard it, you know, because they were threatening to sue, but they never sued. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what I actually called about was Elon Musk and what's going on mm -hmm. with Twitter. And I, ha I have a theory I wanted to run by you. All right. You know. Elon is supposed to be this brilliant person, but, you know, he paid $45 million for a company with a market value of $23 million. Oh, I know. I know. But he I knows, mean, he knows so something. It, he knows something. Yeah, he knows something. And so my theory is with, you know, he's releasing all this information that looks poorly on the Democratic Party. And in my mind, he's trying to drum up uh, advertising revenue to to, to uh, reduce the loss he took, mm -hmm. and I think he's I think he's filtering what he's releasing. He's only releasing what's been done to, to uh, uh, impact the Republicans, but there's an equal amount of Democrats. But he's just simply not releasing that, so that it, yeah. But you're saying as we speak, but 
he's he's not a fool. I mean, I'm I'm trying to read and watch this character at the same time, and he's brilliant. So I I don't have an answer for what you're asking. I understand the question, but um, you know, guys like him only show up every once in a while. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't have evidence of this. This is my theory, mm-hmm. but it's almost the it's almost the same as the 2020 election deniers who have no evidence, but no, they continue does, to say this is what yeah, happened. It doesn't matter. Well, but that's religious belief at that point, and I don't think Musk is that guy. But yeah, he certainly is the target. I, what I think is interesting is all the greenies who went out and bought Teslas and gave you the finger for driving your you know pickup truck. Now they don't know what to do. Now they're stuck because they think he's a tyrant and a right-wing crypto fascist. And so they're trying to sell their, their Teslas. And the, the, um, a big Tesla market's in China. I was reading all stuff about China for two or three days. Back to the Starbucks. They open a new Starbucks every nine hours in the PRC. Gary, every nine hours. Yeah, I remember hearing that statistic uh, yeah. years ago, and it's an amazing company, and I understand oh. why, because it's quality product, quality service. Well, all right, so you're sitting in one now. If they strike, will you cross? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, see, I, would, I would never do that. You can't cross picket lines. Come on. Come on. You, well, maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe I'd go to the Einsteins next You could, door. yeah. I mean, you can make your own, but nah. never, I never, big deal, I never crossed a picket line, but I sure as hell wouldn't. Cross when we'll see what Starbucks are going to do. A thousand baristas, uh, store locations nationwide. I don't know if Denver's on the list of a, to be a strike town, but what would you do? What do you think these all these yuppie puppies that just they're junkies on Starbucks? What do you think they're going to do? I, yeah, I think it'll be a store by store decision. No, we'll see. Thanks, man. Three zero three six nine six nineteen seventy one. What do you think is going to happen with the Starbucks strike? I'm fascinated by this. The three-day, the Starbucks workers in 100 stores are a three-day strike and campaign to unionize. Three-day walkout, 1,000 baristas. What do you think will happen? It's 110 Starbucks stores, I'm sorry, because it was the Red Cup Day, which is the holiday celebration where the stores give customers reusable red cups with a purchase of certain drinks. Nanner, nanner. I like the... Somebody said, uh, uh, it's like you get, well, I'm going to read this to you. Hey, Clown Radio, from the attempting gaslighting regarding the FBI's collusion with big tech to the obfuscation lies and misrepresentations regarding what happened to the January 6th committee and other topics, the solace taken in that based on the hundreds and maybe thousands of views of your YouTube show, Clown Radio is nothing more than annoying Chihuahua nipping at the heels of broadcasters with millions of viewers, listeners. I thought I'd read that to you. That's like, um, and now they're going to say so. The store was, was Red Cops' purchase of certain drinks, and the union organizers are charging. Starbucks decided to escalate their anti-union campaign by closing their Broadway and Denny locations. This must be where's this out of? Is this out of New York? No. I'm just reading the wire. So what do you think is going to happen? The guy also put a-hole up there. Classy. Uh, Stay classy. 22 after 10. 41 will be the high. 303-696-1971.
Uh, Donald Trump trading cards are also a list to talk about. Listen, um, selling homes, and I, people I know just went through this, and they're putting homes right now, and everything's kind of planed off right now in real estate. As a result, often costing home sellers thousands of dollars in lower offers and painful holding costs. This is why I always recommend our realtor, again, Gay Ribble with Empower Home Team, Keller Williams Realty. Gay already has the buyers. In fact, she just has over 14,400 ready to ready buyers looking to buy right. And so you got it in the go. Go, go Gay Ribble, leading the industry with getting your home sold fast and for top dollar. She nets her sellers 6% more. That's a lot of dough. On average, Gay will guarantee if your home doesn't sell, she'll buy it for cash at a price acceptable to you. Here it is. Gay Ribble with Empower Team Direct at Column. Caller this morning, 833-301-SOLD, 833-301-SOLD, 833-301-SOLD. GayHasTheBuyers.com, GayHasTheBuyers, she spells it G-A-Y-E, HasTheBuyers.com, GayHasTheBuyers.com. We have two lines open, 303-696-1971. We'll come back. Some interesting things here on the wall. 710 KNUS. Morning, everybody. 27 after the R10, 1027. Saturday, 41 will be the high today and 44 Sunday. It's Saturday, December the 17th, and we'll be back here next Saturday for a Christmas Eve show. Looking forward to it. Joe Williams and Sandy Clough coming up. So I'm looking at these Trump trading cards. Uh, did you ever watch The Boys? You guys ever see The Boys? You know, it's a cartoon, and now it's a series. He looks like Homelander. Uh, Homelander is like the giant, most powerful of these people who's a total heel. And he looks, Trump looks like Homelander. 710 KNUS Denver's talk station. We go to Dan. You're on a radio show. Good morning. Good morning, Peter. How are you? This I'm well, morning? thank you. I've been listening to you since you hated guns. <laughs> I never hated guns. Since I thought our pal Allen Berg was killed. That's no, how long I, I've been listening well, to you. Well, but I, I never hated guns. I, I know, but you know the point I'm trying to make. No, I don't. Anyway, All right. why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you cross a picket line at Starbucks? Ever since I've been a young man, uh, growing up in a union home, um, the rights of working men and women, and it was always sort of a tradition with my father and the men and women I grew up with, and I've kept it. I have never crossed a picket line. I think. You know, that's their right to um, to campaign to unionize. I just won't cross a picket line. But I think it depends on how you grew up. Um, I, I'll, I'll say this to that. I, I respect your opinion and how you were raised. Um, I was, I, I'm in a, I own a business that's non-union, okay? The union attacks me on a regular basis. <laughs> I look at what the unions have become in this country as opposed to what they were at one time, and it's scary. Look at the well, teachers' union. Yeah, well, they, those are government unions. I I do not support government unions. I, FDR did not support government unions. Um, I'm talking about, you know, private sector. If you read the history of unionization, and the fact that the unions are diminished is about how what economists call basic industry. And it's fled the country. It went to China, went to Pakistan, went to India, went everywhere into the third world where they don't have to pay any living wage to any workers. There's no health care. 
They crap on anybody they want, anytime they want. Look at China. So they don't have any protections that the union gave them. And the multinational corporations that I believe are intrinsically a negative punch in this terrible world we live in now, but they, they fled the country and they took with them, you know, the guys I grew up with that just at age 50 or 52 years old or 49 years old, their job went to China. And so there isn't any more industrial unions other than the mine workers, auto workers. I'm sure there's some ones I'm missing in the construction trades. There, but, there's local unions yeah, in construction trades. Yeah. And, and those guys in Denver, which is where I've lived my entire life, um, I think there's two of them that are okay, and I think there's several that are just awful. Well, yeah. They don't have the workers in mind at all. Well, there's... And there, it, again, I agree with your corporate mindset because that's what's ruining them. Well, sure. But if you, you, know, if you read the history of unionization... United States of America has the bloodiest history of any, you know, any first world or so-called, you know, democratic uh, country. And I don't mean that because this is a republic, but Western-style democracy is probably a better choice of words. But we have the bloodiest history of allowing um, unionization, and it really takes FDR to allow the unions. And this is a country that because of the union. You know, when those guys came back from the Second World War and they'd made the union as young men, and it was one of the greatest economic booms in the country were the union carpenters and union electricians and union auto workers and union coal miners. And those guys ended up buying their own homes. It was, unha- it was unheard of for a working man to own his own home. And they could buy their own homes and maybe a, you know, an out- on a little boat with an Evinrude motor. Those are the guys I grew up with. And that was because of the union. The union got that for them. And before that, it was now, you know, the industrial base has fled. And they have yeah, gone. They've I, got, I don't disagree with that. And so when I do see things like this or like, remember when uh, the Safeway workers, was, they, were, they, were, they were striking? And, and King Supers, I said Safeway. King, 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 King Supers, I said Safeway. I apologize. But um, I went across their lines. So, so my wife worked for Safeway for 22 years. They went on strike many times in her tenure there. Okay, the union and management both were so bad they'd be out of work for sometimes six, eight weeks to get ten cents an hour. Sure, and that made no sense to me. Well. And, you know, when the NHL players went on strike about, what, 15 years ago for a full year and got nothing. Well, that's why, that's the but risk because that's, that's when they got replacement players. But that's that's the risk you run. And Colorado is not a union state. Right. And, you right. know, I, I, I had a heated conversation with somebody about how did um, odds lose Pennsylvania? I mean, for a million reasons, Oz loses Pennsylvania, including, you know, being backed by Donald Trump. But how did Fetterman win? Fetterman had been the mayor of a place called Braddock, uh, three or four term mayor of Braddock. And I grew up pretty close to Braddock. Well, you know, we played I played sports against um, kids from Braddock, North Braddock and Braddock and uh, blue collar, you know, industrial city at little town at one time. 
and Braddock went into obscurity, and Fetterman was there. And, you know, the guys always called him Frankenstein. I didn't know that. My brothers tell me they called him Frankenstein. But he really was in there for the working guys. And um, and so that there's something going on that it's the same thing that happened. Again, I recommend this book shattered to people about how the um, the union men and women, working men and women, turned on Hillary Clinton. They did not want Hillary Clinton. I don't have, and I, I don't have answers. You can read and see what somebody else explains, but I mean, your call is great. It's a, it's so, real legit. So here's here's a here's a here's a good question for you. And this is really this is like the the devil you know or the devil you don't know for both of us mm-hmm. because I don't like what Starbucks is about. I don't like what they preach and what they do. Oh yeah, and how they act and the things they try to force on everybody. Yep. And now I agree the union who you agree with and I disagree with. Are, are are in the middle of a battle. It's like I want them both to lose. Well, you know, <laughs> no, but I agree. I mean, Starbucks is real woke and real PC. And remember when they closed down and gave uh, race relations conversations to everybody that worked. Okay, well, that's all good and well and good, and it makes all the yuppie puppies go buy their coffee. Now this is where the rubber meets the road. Let's see what they got. Because yeah. you, you can do all this woke. You know, uh, we must talk about. And they wrote nasty things to cops on their little credit card, not on their credit cards, on their coffee cups and sent things to people. I won't yeah. serve you and all that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. You know, let's see what happens next. No, I agree with you. I, I, I find agreement with you. But um, well, uh, again, thank you for all the years and nah, all the memories. You're a kind man. Be safe. Thanks. I've I mean, I, listened to you for years. And you, you too, man, something nobody says anymore most especially the woke that I'm going to say till the day I die. Merry Christmas, Peter. Merry Christmas to you. (laughs) Thanks, brother. All right. 303-696-1971. Imagine all of this now coming to a head with Starbucks because they played the woke game and they they wrote nasty stuff and we don't serve cops. Okay, okay. All right, now, dudes. Now you're going out. And you had the backing of your owners who were very woke and went on 60 Minutes and talking about being woke. Let's see where they're. Let's see where they are. Where where their where their rocks are. This guy keeps bugging me about saying a hole, and because a hole every time up here, and it says I didn't say a hole. Of course not. All right, David Ellis. You've heard me talk about taking valuables to David Ellis Jewelries to get a fortune in cash and secure an appraisal for David from all your values. You guys are taking talk radio way too serious. I mean, way too serious. I mean, right now there's a guy fixing a newborn kid's heart at Children's Hospital. You know, it's like right now, you know, all these things are happening in the world. And it's not important that this place, I mean, what we're doing right now or me, <laughs> we're just not important. And you guys get well, you get your panties in a knot, dude. <laughs> take a breather. Smoke a joint. You know, dude, take the cop a walk. You know, you just are Dude, it's talk radio. It's like, pfft. would you quit? David Ellison, Cherry Creek, you heard me talking about taking valuables to David to get a fortune in cash to secure an appraisal from David for all the valuables you have tucked away in your home. It's still true. Uh, shopping time, too, man. See the man, just in case you don't have a Rolex, a rare coin, or a silver tea set. Go see David Ellis for all your most meaningful gift-giving occasions. David Ellis Jewelers, the right item at the very right price and very special people that mean the most. An antique watch, an emerald pennant. A gold necklace, a diamond ring. The trusted jeweler has been buying precious metals and antiques in Colorado for decades. 
dazzling cases filled with hundreds of new and used pieces that your, well, that your loved ones will treasure. Visit David Ellis Jewelers and see for yourself. He's there as we speak. Look for the black awning on the corner of 3rd and Clayton and Cherry Creek. Explore davidellisjewelry.com. Call my friend David Ellis, 303-322-8779. 303-322-8779. And tell him Groucho sent you. 3rd and Clayton and Cherry Creek, 710 KNUS. I know, I know. It's like, don't take this that serious. It really isn't. Right now, there's a they're cracking some little newborn kid's chest. They're going to fix his ticker, right? That's that's a real job. There's guys sitting in firehouses and alarms are going to go off or cops are getting calls. or That's real jobs, all right? Um, take it easy. 710 KNUS. All right, I'm going to get Blake to come in here in a second. 1043, 17 before the hour. Joe Williams, Sandy Clef coming up. And Neon Dion Sanders going to see you. And, of course, your Denver Broncos. It's like I'm trying to teach you something and it's not getting through. Uh, Cowboy Moving and Storage, recommended mover. Go to CowboyMoving.com and click on Customer Reviews. It's incredible. 1,300 reviews. Very positive. It's a Google rating of 4.9, which I somebody says, what's that mean? I don't know. I guess it must be good because they're using it in the ad. I like these guys. They helped us move, and we've been with them a lot. Family-owned and operated for the same by the same family since 1968. Cowboy provides residential and commercial moves throughout Colorado and can store your valuables as well. This is the one I like. It's called Load and Hold. So when it's ba- it happened to us once. Basically, you're moving in a new office, a new residence, but you have to leave your current location before the new place is available. So then the storage service is for you. And they come with these really great trailers. They load all of your valuables in, your goods in, your furniture's in, and then they take it to a really warm, dry place, and you wait. When you're ready, make the call. They deliver. Short, long-term storage. Makes Cowboy the recommended mover. There's a minute actually to the work. Many of these guys have been with Cowboy for years. Truly make a difference. From moves to loads to holds to storage, Cowboy has been Colorado's recommended mover since 1968. Cowboy donates a portion of every move to Freedom Service Dogs. CowboyMoving.com. 303-789-2200. Blake, get in here. 303-789-2200. Make the call today. Now, there's a thing. Come on, come on in, Brian. I want you to read this. There's a thing the Irish say, never try and teach a pig to dance, because all you do is get muddy and make the pig mad. So this guy has been rocking all morning about a-hole. Now, come here, go over my shoulder so you can share this and see the microphone. Oh, yeah. All right, now it says, show some courage, honestly, for once, clear up the a-hole claim. I didn't call you that. You can do it, Clown Radio. What's it say right below it? says a-hole. Our next one. I know my number shows up on your screen. Not once did a-hole ever appear beyond his clown radio. What's underneath it? That's a-hole. Next one. While lying apparently comes easy to you, I don't appreciate being lied about like you're an important person, like people know who you are. Go back to being a geeky reader. Reread my text. Not once have I called you an a-hole. What's right underneath there? <laughs> What's again, a-hole. It says a-hole. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, the computer's lying to you. Uh, we go to Bill. Bill, you're on a radio show. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. I'm so glad you came back. Oh, you're kind. No, I, I really mean that. Um, because of you, I uh, read more books now. Uh, Jack Phillips has become a, um, a dear, dear friend. Um, I can't read. I really have a tough time reading. So you're my talking book. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I just love the the stuff that you know I get to learn. Starbucks. Uh, hmm. I remember years ago they had a promotion. Let's talk or let's have a conversation. Oh yeah. You remember that? Sure. Well, they had to stop it because people like me would go in and start this conversation up just to get them riled. And the lines would back up out the door because people like me were in front stopping the lines from moving, so they stopped that little promotion. (laughs) Now, what I think is interesting, what we're talking about is Starbucks uh, is beginning a three-day strike in a campaign to unionize. Starbucks yeah. proclaimed themselves as the most woke. Remember that? And they, they closed their doors once for 24 hours so everybody could take uh, racial sensitivity training. And, and they would write rotten stuff, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't make a cop a cup of coffee. I mean, you know, like, you're not supposed to remember that. So now they're going to they're gonna walk out, or they are walking out. I, just because of it, I would not cross the picket line. But I think it's fascinating because let's see how much Starbucks, the, the owners, care about their workers as they claim to because they, we had to shut Starbucks down so we could learn to be sensitive and we got to be woke. Now, now the rubber meets the road. Now what's going to happen? Well, and I think there's something else going on because it was probably within the last three or four years um, he announced that they were going to cut way back on the sugar content of their drinks by 2023. Hmm. And that was going to be the new objective so that their drinks were more in line with uh, uh, awokeness. And and so I think that's probably part of it, because if they can get a strike going and they start shutting these stores down as, in 2023, as they do reduce the sugar amount in their drinks, and that's why people go in there. I have nieces. Yeah, but, but don't the you... sugar high every day. Yeah, I don't... I stay away it's from... It's a whammy. Yeah, I, I stay away from that stuff, and I... Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I can't tell you... I mean, I've never been to Starbucks, because obviously I have, but but there are people that are just addicted to Starbucks. Yeah, my nieces are. Okay. You have to get that sugar high every day. No, so what... With what, your grandson... Yeah. Have you introduced him to Big Red, Kelsgaard books? No, he's... You know, what he does is... Um, he Everything's on, on online. Um, yeah. We had dinner last night, the three of us, my son, my grandson, and myself. And um, I don't think... And he's a reader, but I don't think he reads books. I think he reads on yeah. online. Yeah. It's really interesting. It's like... Again, the you know the plates of the earth shift, but he'll be, he's more about the, um, you know what's available streaming or online, and they don't let him on TikTok. But there's a lot of stuff on TikTok that I mean I think he's when well, no, I take that he's restricted on TikTok and other stuff. But this, these and guys. I don't are, mean to tell you. No, no, please, no. I'm please. a grandfather now. Oh, hey. that's great. Isn't oh, it? <laughs> well, it's in San Francisco, so I don't get to see oh. this guy much, but. Um, so I, I, I just wanted to mention that, and you know, you're like uh, the old show uh, George and Lane, who was not <laughs> show about nothing. Because at the end of the show, nothing's accomplished, Ever. right? That's what I said. Like a bunch of knuckleheads well, calling up on the phone like well, Yeah, well, th- this guy's all wrapped around the axle, and he's sending me a screenshot of his phone now. And somehow, as the world a-hole keeps showing up on his text, but he said, I didn't send it. You well, know, you know, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, all right. 
Uh, I'd like to see how long that guy functions well, when it, that part of the anatomy isn't there. Well, no, it isn't it's so much come that. Out of his ears and his nose. It's like <laughs> the. And one of the things that I learned in semi-retirement is, and Rosen and I were talking about it, you know, and I, um, I at dinner with Mike the other night and a group of people with Mike, and I said, you know, I want him to come back and work, you know, come, hey man, come in, you know, do the show, and uh, and. Um, his girlfriend said no. <laughs> it was like no. I'm going. I loved him. Oh, I loved Rosen's great. It was great to see him, and he's still the wise guy that he always was, and you know, and he's still sharp, and he's you know, he's leaving. We're, we're like almost the same age guys, but it was I'm so great. Now. Yeah, well, he's it's so great to sit next to him, and you know, we were laughing, telling stories, inside joke stuff, and I like what he did at September. Oh, then he saved Step Denver. Yeah, I, mean, I, I love no, what he did. He, he, hey, can I can I say another thing? Real quick, and I'm going to pull. Go. All right. Uh, thank you. Um, my wife and I got hooked on um, a show called Walt Longmire. Have you hmm. heard of that? No. Well, Long, Walt Longmire is a series of Western books that were written by this guy. Oh, I do know who that is. Of course and I do. And they've made a movie. Yes. It's a series yes. out of it. Yes, I and do know. And they put philosophy. Yes. Uh, Art, yep. uh, mathematics, no, and I, science. I, I do know them. Two messages in that show, and then music, and all of it ties a message together. And he's in he's in Montana, isn't he? And then he's a uh, is well, he... it's supposedly Montana. They actually film it in New Mexico. Okay, but my point is that I read those books, a couple of those books. Watch the series, okay? Because they they put the music to it, and the okay. music has a, a message okay. behind it, philosophy that goes along with what they're talking about. Asim Tot. Okay. Look that up. And I, A-S-Y-M-T-O-T-E. Done. Thanks, man. Thanks. I, I saw got into Tulsa King. You guys watch Tulsa King with Stallone? That's, we were, some, we, oh, me and Rosen were talking about that. Rosen's a fan of that show. Um, three, coming up, Joe Williams and Sandy Clough. And I can't wait. Make the show a lot better. Our friend's law office is Dan Kaplis. Danny's my guy. I believe in the only, he's the only lawyer in Colorado history to win five straight multi-million dollar jury verdicts in motor vehicle crash cases. Dan and the partners, and he has Mike Kane, who's you know all these guys are on the job together. And Dan Kaplis's law believes this guy won't let up. This guy's like, dude, it's a talk show. That's it's it's okay. It's it's all right. It's you can leave it alone now. It's good. Get you know, go home now. Get back. Go home now. Everybody, go home now. Law offices of Danny Kaplis, who understands talk radio as well. The highly successful firm. This great lineup includes six former deputy DAs who now use their tremendous courtroom experience to help the survivors of serious crashes. Kaplis Law. The firm believes talks cheap, experience counts, results matter. The firm would be happy to share with you its track record of outstanding jury verdicts and out-of-court settlements. Dan Kaplan's law believes what, who and what you hire says so much about you and what you're involved in the case. They suggest you choose the law firm that shares your values. Danny is my guy. I've been a longtime friend. He's been a great, he's been our family lawyer. The firm believes its core values have been the foundation of its historic success, faith, integrity, hard work, dedication to righteous causes. If you need Dan's help, give him a call, 303-907-5003. 303-907-5003. That's Kaplis, C-A-P-L-A-S, dot com. Now this guy's going, stay safe behind that microphone. <laughs> Dude, please. You know, I, I don't know. I never called you an a-hole. It says a-hole right on this thing right now. It says a-hole. Oh, okay. 
Okay, um, let's see. What does this one say? I occasionally go to Starbucks for coffee, and I notice it seems like a majority of the customers purchase the fancy sugary drinks with a large portion of the female customers are overweight. It's fine to get you somewhere. Starbucks workers at 100 stores begin a three-day strike. What do you th- We have time to take a call. We have time to take one more call. All right. This is Tracy. Tracy, we got about uh, we got about two minutes and we got a break. Good morning. All right. Hey, I better be quick then, Peter. Hey, you know, you said you couldn't teach a pig to dance, yep. but that's false because all them all them cops lined up in the Starbucks drive through all the time getting coffee. And you're quite aware of that, you know, so. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just call a cop a pig? No, they did. Who? Oh, you're talking about the employees? Yeah, well, oh, yeah, you know, no, that's I mentioned what that. they call. Yeah, yeah, I would never call an officer that man. No. I get along with yeah. them, you know. But but you you did mention that they wouldn't serve them. Well, they won't. And you know, yeah, and and you know how they disrespect them, so they wouldn't serve them because they're a pig. But so the cops still yet go get coffee from there, so they learned how to dance. Nah, and, 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 I don't think that. I, I mean, I, oh, come on, oh, come on. And also, man, like 18 years ago, I was in a Starbucks on Harmony Road in college and picked up a brochure, and they said that image of Starbucks, that woman with, like, that reef around her is Astarte, and Astarte is a sorcerer, and it's in the Bible. She's the queen of Assyria. There it is. I'm just, the siren's eye is what they call it. Oh, there it is. All right. We got got an eye, brother. We it's an interesting hour of talk radio. On the other side, the hitman Joe Williams and Sandy Clough uh, will talk about what's happening at CU and your Denver Broncos. On the website, 710knus.com, the shoot has Aaron Harbor. I got a new Chronicle column up about the new year. Whew. 710knus, stay right here. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.